welcome. Thank you for joining us here at ICGC Caris Temple Podcast. Pastor Prince Nyako is the head pastor of ICGC Caris Temple, serving under the leadership of Dr. Mentor Otabel. Pastor Prince is a dynamic preacher of God's unadulterated word, characterized with a strong prophetic insight and prayer ministry. He is a strong advocate for discipline and order in the body of Christ, with messages centered on fasting, holiness, prayer, and integrity. And now, to today's message. As a people, sometimes we, we don't have the understanding of praise and worship. And that is why in this service we are calling it Panim. Panim. I thought you projected the picture. Projection team, be alert today. We are fasting. So be alert. And be attentive. Amen. So we call it Panim. We have to know the meaning of what we are going to have today. You know, you can be, you can be in church and know nothing. You can be in church and know little about God. And in such moment, you have to pay attention and get to know something for the rest of your life. That is how we grow in the Lord. We will not have to be teaching on one subject for a long time. So the opportunities you get to hear certain aspects, that is why you must pay attention, you must take notes, you must go after the message and listen to it and get to know it so that you will not be confused because every now and then, every now and then you, you realize that people come out with so many messages trying to confuse what you already know and they look very deep but most of them are chronicled heresies when we say heresies, they are things that have come up over a thousand years ago when you were not born. Some have come up 500 years ago. And the church has sat down with councils and they've perused them. And they have said that this is false. This is false. But because you and I don't know, when people stand up and they preach wild, then you are confused. Then you say, this is a new revelation. No! They are things that have been argued on already. And we have to know, that is why we have to pay attention to teachings. So that we will grow in the Lord and be able to confront these false teachings that are coming. Look, I know I'm not the only person pastoring you. I know that most of you have different pastors on social media. You have pastors on Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp. You are on other WhatsApp platforms. And sometimes you come to church and you are confused because the other pastor said, oh, one save, forever save. Then you come to your pastor. Then your pastor to say, if you don't live holy, you will do this. Then you are confused. Then you see, you hear a message that makes you more comfortable. And gradually the enemy starts detaching you from your pastor and your church. That is why you must grow in the knowledge of God. Else you will be confused. Me, as a pastor, sometimes I get confused about the messages. You hear a message and you think that what you have been preaching for years is wrong. So I try to imagine you listening to all these preachers. I think we have more preachers than, than, than professionals now. Yeah, Everybody has become a pastor. 
And the messages sometimes are very poisonous. And you'll be wondering, if you're a genuine pastor, you'll be praying that your members will not get corrupted. And that is what COVID did in that two years. Most of you soaked certain messages that changed your attitude towards God. And all that we are doing this period is to try to bring you back to the place of revival. Yeah. So today we are going to talk about Panim. Panim, P-A-N-I-Y-M. It's a Hebrew word. So when you come into worship from today onwards, it's not just today, but it's something that should be part of you. Why you must not be casual in God's presence. When we talk about God's presence, why we must not take it for granted. A generation is rising fast that jokes with God's presence. So I'm going to spend time to, because we're going to have an extended worship, we'll be expecting the minister by 9.15. I'm going to teach on this. So Panim is simply defined as the felt presence of God. The felt presence of God. The presence of God that you feel. So you can call it the anointing or the manifest glory. The anointing or manifest glory. On Friday, something happened in this house. And that is what we call the manifest presence of God. God's power and flow was so high in this atmosphere. So you will see that in such atmospheres, please help me with this thing. In such atmospheres, you will see that people are in spontaneous manifestations. An usher is trying to help one person, then the usher himself or herself reacts to something spontaneous. That is the felt presence of God. And it is only activated in certain dimensions of remaining in God's presence. You can be in God's presence and never experience the panic. One way to encounter that felt presence is in the time of praise and worship. You know, if you are a wife, you know that your husband loves you. But you are always wishing that every time you will feel that he loves you. Yes or no? Yes or no? As a wife, where are the wives? Let me see. Yeah. Sometimes don't you feel that people, um, your husband, you, you don't feel the love of your, of, of your husband. Yes or no? You don't feel it. It's not there. You don't feel it, but you know. You know that your husband loves you, but you don't feel it. We know that God is here. So you can come to him every time and never feel him. But you know that he's here. He is in your house. You know that God is with you. You know. So you ask yourself, when you are going to try, you say, so God, you are with me. Bye. This is happening to me. But sometimes, 
You want to encounter and feel him. One of the ways to encounter God is through praise and worship. An intentional, an honorable, a sincere, a focused, an expecting worship. That I'm not worshiping because the keyboard is playing. I am not singing because the drum is nice. I'm not singing because the choir is... I'm not worshiping because the choir is ministering well. I'm not worshiping because it's time for worship. No! I'm worshiping because I want to encounter God. When you have that mentality, your attitude in church will change. You will care less about anybody seated by you. You will not be conscious of somebody's hairstyle, somebody's dress, you will, because you came to encounter God's presence. When things begin to take your attention in God's presence, it means that you have lost your focus while you are in God's presence. You see, sometimes even the keyboard will not play well. Even the choir will not sing well. But people will encounter God. Nobody knew. You see, good music doesn't make you dance well. It is not because of good music that you should praise God. This is where this church or the current church in Ghana and in the world is getting to. In the quest of making the church comfortable, we are placing too much emphasis on material appearances and losing the emphasis on the presence of God. Yes. So you want a church with an air condition. You want a church with nice lights. So pressure has come on all pastors. You want a church with a big screen. You want a church that has buses. You want a church with a very good act. It's good. With good sound. You see the sound we have for years? I don't play down on them. But I refuse to put premium on them more than God's presence. When you lose consciousness of God's presence, you will not behave yourself well in the house of the Lord. When you lose conscience of God's presence, you will take the church for granted. When you lose consciousness of God's presence, you will compare your church with other churches. Because you don't know that God is also in the manger as much as he's in the big church. That you don't know that God is in the church and the mango tree. Because you did not go for God. In the time of praise and worship, our focus, what do you look for? And that is the panel. The actual Greek root meaning is the face of God's presence. It's not just the presence of the Lord, but the face. So when we talk about the face, let me explain to you. The face, the face is the glory. Your you is your face. Your face tells me who you are. It's your identity. 
what identifies you is your face. What identifies me is my small eyes. If you see anybody saying, Pastor Prince Lonyaka, and he has big eyes, you say, it's a fake one. Forget my height. Okay? But when you see a face, then they say, this is Pastor Prince Nyako. Say, no, this is another one. The real one, his eyes are small. Your face. So, so you see that they take ambassadors of companies. This is the face of Lux. This is the face of this. What are they? And look at the personalities they choose. Are you here with me? So, when you come into God's presence, when you come into God's house, there must not be jokes. You must not come to God's house casually. That is why you hear pastors say, don't come to church late. It's, you are not just coming to a building home. When we talk about don't come to church late, don't come and meet God late. Because lateness is a sign that you didn't put premium on the meeting. Yes. And until we come to that point and begin to revere God again in all our swagging, in all our technology, in all that we are doing, until we come to that point and begin to revere God. I wake up every day, the day I'm coming to preach, I wake up and I'm shaking. Because I am wondering whether what I'm coming to say. Because every message I preach, God will judge me by. I will give account to God. So every pastor who is genuine, when you wake up in the morning and you are coming to preach, eh, you are not confident to. Because one day, one day, God will ask you, did I ask you to preach this? Is this my message? And just imagine me preaching for 11 years. 11 times 52, only Sundays. A lot. The presence of God, if it must be encountered, must be honored, must be revered. And now, Christians don't like pastors who preach like this. Yeah, we don't like it. So we want the church to be an organization. A, 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 a social center. No. For you to continue fornicating. And doing all, all kinds of things. So that, oh, it's a brotherly flow. The presence of the Lord. If we have to. There are times people have worshipped. They have, look at yesterday. We, I mean, Prophet Anon was just ministering and he didn't pray for anybody to get healed. Just at the spell of the moment, he said, God has healed many people. Come out, check your pain. And people were just coming. You see, when God's presence explodes in the midst of God's people, some of your long prayers are shortened immediately. Some of your, your, our problems are too little. The Bible said the mountains melt at the presence of God. Not just the omnipresence, but the felt presence. The anointing. And this morning as we worship, be conscious of God's presence. Be conscious. Because God's glory when encountered changes the story 
about your life. The story you carry can never resist the glory of God. Instrumentalist, when you are playing for God, you must know who you are not playing for sugar daddies you've met at the beach side. It's different. Your skill is not ministering to some um, lakeside night jazz. But when you are playing, you are playing to touch whose heart? The heart of your father. The attitude is different. The mindset is different. That is why it is very dangerous to call yourself a church worker and not honor the Lord in your heart. When you are coming to God's presence, you and that usher, you are not talking. How? How? Because you don't understand that you are coming to encounter Panim. This Panim, take, take me to 1 Samuel chapter 5. This Panim, the manifest presence of the Lord. Let's look at some, something that, give me a short version quickly. So when God manifests himself, two things happen. It goes to the advantage of his people and to the disadvantage of the enemies of his people. So this morning I'm praying that nobody here, before we get here, let me give you a background of Panim. Maybe Genesis chapter 1 verse 1 and 2. That is where the word first showed up. It was actually the face of God that brood upon the surface. Now, he said, and in the beginning, when God created the, the, the universe, the earth was formless and desolate. The raging ocean that covered everything was engulfed in total darkness. And the spirit of God, that word is panim, was moving. So, it, 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 it moved upon a formless earth. And all of a sudden, an earth that is dwellable was created. I, I, I don't know. I want you to put premium on you being a carrier of God's presence and you encountering God's presence. The more you encounter God's presence, you change. You transfigure. Your change as a Christian is when you encounter God's presence. Not when you look good. Not when you, you are accepted. Not when people like you. Our, uh, your, your transformation is based on your encounters with God's very presence. Yes, because the difference between the manifest presence and the omniscience is that the omniscience, God's presence is everywhere. It's everywhere. But the manifest presence breaks yokes. The manifest presence blesses the believer. The manifest presence creates a certain hunger and a test in the believer. You can encounter God today and your life will never be the same again. Yes. Encounters in worship. So, first Samuel chapter 5. 
So after the Philistines captured the covenant box, so God's presence in the Old Testament was represented with the Ark of the Covenant. Where the Ark is, God moves. Are you here? In the New Testament, we carry God's presence. But in the Old Testament, the manifest presence was contained in the Ark. So after the Philistines captured the Ark of the Covenant, they carried it from Ebenezer to their city of Ashdod, took it into the temple of their god Dagon, and it and set it up beside his statue. Early the next morning, the people of Ashdod saw that the statue of Dagon, their god. Had fallen how? Face down. May God's presence manifest in your life this morning. Don't waste time fighting Dagon. Spend time to activate the presence. When there is an activated presence, when there is an activated presence, Dagon will bow. Challenges will bow. Cultivate God's presence. In 40 days of power, we are cultivating God's presence. Prayer here, prayer there, waiting on God. When you are fasting, you sin less. You have less energy to spend time gossiping. You have, and when you are fasting and praying, God shows you many things about your life. Your brain begins to pick up things. I have to do this. I have to do this. Let me change this. Let me do this. Yes or no? All of a sudden, things that were normal for you, you start seeing problem with it. And so many things begin to flood your spirit because in the presence of the Lord, there are revelations. There are many things. And today I pray as we go before the Lord, may God's presence manifest to you. You are wasting time praying against a witch. You are wasting your time. Cultivate God's presence. So the Bible said, So they lifted it up and put it back in its place. Early the next morning, they saw that the statue had again fallen down in front of the covenant box. This time, its head. And both its arms were broken off and were lying in the doorway only the body was left. The God of Dagon was totally disgraced because you cannot resist God's manifest presence. And this morning and your life after this morning, anytime you have the opportunity to worship God, have this consciousness. Don't enter into worship inspecting 
the key. Don't enter into the presence looking at the choristers. For what? Have you two seen human beings before? You're looking at the earrings. And then you know more to no make to me to you that when Shatawale brings a song at 1 p.m. by 1.30 p.m. you know the, the lyrics you are in God's presence you are man we come to God's house with so many fanciful purposes some come to church because they want to be in an English-speaking church. That was the first reason my mother took us to ICGC. Yes, but you see, out of that reason, we sometimes it works. So sometimes somebody will come to church because we who girl be or be some girl now be Sometimes in the midst of all that, God can work. So it was because you know my mom we were staying in a typical local um, Kubolo zone in Matayoko, and the environment was you don't you don't see people living in two bedroom three bed no 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 in single rooms. So I don't know God visited my mom I don't know, and she woke up one day and said we are not going to so so and so church again. We are going to ICGC, and from that day. We stopped speaking vernacular in the house. If you like, speak to you and let her catch you. You hear sounds on your cheeks. We stopped speaking ga. We stopped speaking chi. We were speaking English. That's why I always speak English. So it's difficult for you. To, those of you who are tribalistic. You go to churches that the, 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 the pastor is from your tribe. So I told the church workers many years ago, and I keep telling them, let the standard language be English. I don't like people gathering. Then this was speaking Ewe, this one was speaking Frafra, this was doing Gan. Before you realize, somebody will say, "Eh, me chemu no no more system more language." So you speak English. When you speak English. We are all comfortable, yes or no? Yeah. If you are passing, the people are even speaking their language to greet each other. You would think, I tell them, you drew home corner. <laughs> when you come into God's house, look for God. And this morning, I want you to look for God. No power. Look at that God. Then look at what happened. Move to the next verse. He said, that is why even today, the priest of Dagon and all his worshippers in Ashdod step over that place and do not walk on it. <laughs> he said, and the Lord punished the people. God punished them for humiliating. You see, in the midst of worship, God begins to, 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 to avenge of what the enemy has done to you. If you encounter God, his presence will react 
to the affliction of the enemy over your life. God punished them. God made them suffer. He threw cancers into their blood. Yeah. When you activate God's presence, that's why the Bible says, He that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide. How can an enemy, how can an armed robber, you are sitting in the presidential uh, convoy, armed robber cannot come and pick you out of the president's car. That is what it means. He that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. May we become cultivators of God's presence. May we cultivate God's presence in our homes, in our bedrooms, in our cars, in our workplaces. May we carry God's presence. May, may the felt presence of God be seen around you. Hallelujah. He punished them and the people in the surrounding territory by causing them to have tumors. Not only did Dagon lose his head, the head talks about what? Authority. And not only did he lose the hands, the hand talks about power. So he said the hand of God talks about power. He lost his authority. Listen to me. When you walk in the presence of the Lord, the enemy totally, fully cannot operate in your life. That is where Paul experienced the felt presence. Then he goes like, in him we live, we move, and we have our being. So if they want to come for you, they have to come for God. Come for Christ before they come for you. Because we are hidden in Christ. The presence of the Lord must be cultivated by the New Testament Christian. You must be conscious that you carry God's presence. When you are conscious, you will not joke certain jokes. You will not drink certain drinks. You will not play around certain play. The presence of God. Are you here? And when they saw what was happening, they said, may the Lord strike the camp of your enemies this morning something will begin to happen in their camp. That manager that has sworn to torment you, something will strike him in his house. Yes. You don't touch a child of God and go the same. They are going the same because we don't activate God's presence. They have used you as the cheapest commodity in board meetings. Any younger person can just say, move here, And you alone, you have become a victim. For 11 years, your promotion has not come. And you are blaming them. No, blame yourself because you have not activated. You have not learned to culture. When Joseph was working with all his bosses, from Pharaoh to Potiphar, they acknowledged that the presence of God was with Joseph. In 40 days of power. Haven't you realized that as you are fasting, if you are fasting, as you are fasting, your spiritual senses are becoming sharp. 
Yeah. Your love for God is activated. You want to draw closer to God. You want to fall. There are things you are becoming conscious of that you didn't use to give attention to. That is what fasting and prayer does for you. When you come to church, forget about the errors of people. When you come to God's presence, don't be too offended to miss your encounter. I am not the kind of pastor that preaches for only nice churches. I've preached for churches that had no cement. They, they had no wall. When you don't look at physical structure to know that God is here. Sometimes, so Jacob said, hey, God is here. And I didn't know. Your problem is not too big. Your problem now is that your faith is too little. Your attention is given to too many things when you come to church. Yes, even you are listening to pastor's message. You are trying out to find whether Obia Beyeko consent to him. So you are marking my words. Keep marking and I'll pick you up one day. Yeah. Why don't we want to entertain God's presence? The presence of the Lord is what we need today. Give the Lord a clap of his appointment. So many benefits of his presence I can't touch. When God's presence is activated, he speaks. Acts chapter 13 verse 2. He speaks. Eradi kasa amakuma tomiyemo Activate God's presence. Learn to culture God's presence. Because when the Bible said that, whilst they were serving the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said to them, set apart for me Barnabas and Saul to do the work to which I have called them to. God's presence commands God's voice. Hallelujah. Let's give God a clap for the woman of God. Number two, in the presence of the Lord, your faith is emboldened. When God's presence is activated, your faith is emboldened. Yes. Your faith is emboldened. Romans chapter 10 verse 17. Number three. In the presence of the Lord, there is an infilling of God's spirit. When God's presence manifests, there is an infilling of God's spirit. This morning, as we worship God, the face of his presence will show up in our midst. In the name of Jesus. When we worship God, our joy is full. When we worship him and his presence manifests, our joy is full. Psalm 16 verse 11. Now this one that moves me. 
when, when God's presence manifests, we stop backsliding. In the awesomeness of God's presence, your soul is arrested to look. Look, there have been times that when you are in God's presence, I told you about an encounter that I, 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 I had where I was praying in the fast for a long time. Then in the afternoon, the door began to shine. And I saw Billy Graham standing at the door. And the sword was moving on his head. The sword was turned upside down. And it was moving on his head. Then he gave me a book to go and look for and read the deception of the anointing. Because at that time, I was admiring too many people. One time when I was growing in the Lord, I think secondary school or university first year, there was this guy on television. I used to love him. And they would say he's fake. I will say he's not fake. Because I love manifestations. I love power. Until one day the Lord showed me that the guy was ministering and his head was like the head of Medusa. And every snake was spilling out a colorful substance that gives the power. Today he's not on television. He fell into serious, I won't mention the name. He fell into serious trouble. He used to be all over. They used to carry sick people to his church. Not knowing all of them were drama and I was believing. See the things you are believing in now, eh, we have passed it all. I don't want to, if I say something, you will see. I, be, I even fought with my covenant brother on it. I said, you shouldn't be condemning the move of God. You shouldn't be condemning. Even you, I went to believe in one B and you messed up. Me too, I'm believing this one. And I saw the guy's head at the head of Medusa. Hey! He, he was mentioning telephone numbers. He will mention and you call like you call things like you say you your daughter left the house one year ago. I have a number. I will call you. She's walking around somewhere in Cote d'Ivoire. Then you mention, let's call and they'll put the microphone. Then I'll be saying, Zagataba, Lord, this oil. <laughs> but you see, in the presence of God, when I encountered that thing. And I read that book. I when I went to look for the book, I saw it and I bought it. I'm not talking about a book I didn't find. I have it in my library. Then not only did God show me that guy, he showed me others. Clear. In the presence of the Lord, you stop backsliding. When God manifests himself, there are things that look normal to you. But when you encounter God, you will see them now in the light of God. Isaiah chapter 55 verse 6 to 7. I think I have to stop there. Jesus. Verse 6 to 7. He said, turn to the Lord and pray to him. Now that he is near, let the wicked live their way of life and change their way 
of thinking. Let them turn to the Lord, our God. He is merciful and quick to forgive. Hallelujah. I pray that when you encounter God, another thing that happens to you is that your glory is renewed. Your strength is renewed. Another thing that happens is that your prosperity is established when you encounter God. Obedidon encountered the ark of God. His life was never the same. Today, as we enter into worship, I pray that the heavens will be opened over your life. Your amen is not strong. I pray that you have an expectation from the Lord. The Lord appeared to me today. Show me your face. Show me your face, Lord. Feel free in God's presence. We will be taking communion and we will take our tithe after. Feel free. If you want to kneel down, if you can't lie down, if you want to sit down, if you want to kneel down, do what you want to do. And in the midst of it, be sensitive to the spirit of the Lord. Sometimes God will ask and place a demand that do this. Because in the midst of hardship, that is when God wants to show his power. I pray that everybody here will live here not the same. In Jesus' name, amen. Close your eyes, put your hand on your heart and pray one prayer. The Lord, I am encountering you this morning. I'm encountering you. I want to encounter you. I want to encounter you. Show me your face. Show me your face. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Give the Lord a clap of friend. The message you just listened to is from ICGC Karis Temple. To connect with us, you can like our page on Facebook at ICGC Karis Temple or follow us on Instagram and Twitter at ICGC Karis. We would like to hear of how God is blessing you through this podcast. To support this podcast, please click on the profile button and click on support. Thank you and God richly bless you.